Hello, and welcome to our Lighthouse podcast. We hope that this message brings inspiration and intent to your day. Have you ever found yourself in the position where you know that you are the only one for the job? Have you found yourself in a sticky situation and as you wait for someone else to step up, you realise that it's actually you who is the most qualified or you who is the most experienced, you who is the most mature, or perhaps it's just you who is the most courageous to step up and help in that situation. One of the things that make me most squeamish in life is the sight of blood. Anyone else with me? I've been known to faint, get dizzy, and just totally lose the ability to act rationally when I have been around blood. My husband Andy, however, he is great at adapting and responding to emergency situations and has often found himself helping others when they have been in accidents. He's even had to help himself when he had stitches on the nose and I was just a total mess. I have made it through eight years of parenting without finding myself in a situation where this phobia has become a problem. However, last year, my three-year-old fell off a chair and hit his head on the doorframe and when I picked him up, I noticed that my hand was full of blood from a cut on his head. It was in that moment that I realised it was me that had to step up. Andy wasn't home and my big kids, they weren't experienced, qualified or mature enough to handle the situation. I had to take responsibility. To my surprise though, in this moment, I was able to breathe. I was able to act rationally. I grabbed a towel, hold it on his head to give him pressure on the wound and I kept him calm while cuddling and reassuring him. When the situation was in control, it was then that I was ready to call Andy. I knew a trip to the hospital was in order and Dad could take it from there. I had done my share. In that moment of pressure, I realised that I did have the knowledge to know what needed to be done. I did have the maturity and responsibility to know that my little boy mattered more than the blood and that actually I had the ability to make it through something that always had given me a fear. The past few weeks, we have been speaking on the secret of contentment. Today, I want to expand on the idea that contentment is to understand who you are and what you have to offer. It is impossible to be content in the world unless we are content with who we are. We are created in the image of God who made you with a significant purpose. And when we understand that we were created with a bigger purpose, then when we find ourselves in moments of pressure or uncertainty or fear, we are able to use the tools that God has already placed inside of us. So what is true contentment? Contentment can be defined as a deep sense of accepting who and where you are at any given moment. It's actually a state of mind. Annette and Paul spoke to us a few weeks back about the secret of contentment. And Annette mentioned that in the book of Philippians, the apostle Paul speaks about the state of being content. And he suggests that this secret of contentment is about being secure in God's plan for your life. Today, I wanna keep expanding on this thought. In order to find true contentment, we need to realise that we were made with a purpose, that pressures that shape our character actually build who we are, and then when we have a true core of contentment, it brings freedom for us. In case you haven't heard it in a while, I want to remind you that you were created with a purpose for this very time in history. For some of us, this might be a bit of wishy-washy language that you've always heard in church or been told by your parents growing up. But for others listening today, you might not have heard these words in a while. And I want to remind you today that your life is significant. Wherever you find yourself today, however old you are or however new you are to faith, 
I think this is something important to establish and to remind each person today. I believe that from the very beginning of time that God had you in mind. I believe that God knew that in this year, in this time in history, that you were needed. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. The things that make you excited, the things that you love, the things that stir your heart, the things that get you excited or maybe even a little bit fired up, that those things were put inside you for a reason and they are part of your identity and what you have been created to bring to the world around you. In Psalm 138 verse 15, it says, You formed every bone in my body when you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully, shaping me from nothing to something. You saw who you created me to be before I came to be. This verse talks about who God created us to be, not what he created us to be. And as we consider this idea of contentment, we have to firstly become content in who we are. Today, you might find yourself discontent with parts of your life, your work, your study, relationships, your role, or possibly because of the struggles that you might be feeling with your gender or age or disability. And I want to remind you that that identity doesn't come from those things, that God's purpose for your life goes beyond your roles and your relationships, that our identity is found in God's unconditional love for us. He has given us unique gifts and resources to make a significant contribution to the world around us. Our world is constantly changing and we need to be okay with who we are in this world in order to be content with where we find ourselves. During this time of lockdown, we have seen a lot of home chefs emerge. I have loved watching families create together. A lot of those things that we don't usually have time for smoking meats and baking sourdough and making pasta, the foods that take time and a process. These past few months, we have loved our backyard fire pit and cooking meals over the fire. In order for the fire to be at the right temperature and to have the smoke perfect for our meat, our fire has to be set up a few hours early. It has to have the right wood and be cut to the right size so that the fire can burn evenly and create the right heat. All these things factor into the delicious meat and that can't be rushed. Like a good lockdown meal, in seasons of pressure, we have the opportunity to, to develop. With time, we learn to mature and in circumstances of pressure, we learn to trust in who we have been created to be, guided by our faith in God. Throughout this series, we have been looking at the words of Paul in Philippians 4, 11 to 13. The Apostle Paul actually wrote the book of Philippians from jail. As Pastor Annette shared with us a few weeks ago, Paul had been in his own form of lockdown. He had been in house arrest for two years and Paul was writing the words in Philippians from experience. He had been through his share of hardships, yet he had learned the secret to it all. He says, I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know that it, what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Whatever pressure or circumstance that you find yourself in today, we can learn from the Apostle Paul that the secret of being content in all circumstances is finding our strength in God. We find strength in who God has created us to be and his faithfulness. There is great beauty to be found when we don't let our circumstances dictate us, but rather we allow the time and the pressure to shape and develop who we become. Contentment is a choice and it makes up the core of who you are. For those who love yoga or Pilates, you know that when you have a strong core, it brings strength and flexibility to many other activities. 
When I'm doing exercise, I often have to remember, Elise, hold in your core so that I can perform that activity to the best of my ability so that I don't get injured, so that I can lift a bigger weight or I can get that yoga pose with the flexibility I need. When we are disciplined in keeping a strong core of contentment, it provides strength, flexibility and adaptability to the world around us. Earlier in the book of Philippians, Paul speaks of his life and gives a context as to why he can live in this state of contentment. If you remember the story of Paul, he was training to be a Pharisee, a religious leader that hated Christians, that actually persecuted Christian believers. He had a huge conversion when he heard from Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he had a radical transformation. Paul had an encounter with Jesus. He was filled with the Holy Spirit and his life changed. Paul became a preacher, a church planter, a missionary. He wrote many of the books of the New Testament and he brought countless people to know Christ. Paul's encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus that day changed his life forever and it impacted generations to come. In chapter 3 of Philippians, Paul gives context to his life and his transformation. I was born a true Hebrew of the heritage of Israel, as the son of a Jewish man from the tribe of Benjamin. I was circumcised eight days after my birth and was raised in the strict tradition of Orthodox Judaism, living a separate and devout life as a Pharisee, and concerning the righteousness of the Torah. No one surpassed me. I was without a peer. Furthermore, as a fiery defender of the truth, I, was persecu I persecuted the Mosaic believers with religious zeal. Yet all the accomplishments that I once took credit for, I've now forsaken them, and I regard it all as nothing compared to the, to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. To truly know him meant letting go of everything from my past so that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embrace him as, as my Lord in all of his greatness. My passion is to be consumed with him and not cling to my own righteousness based in keeping the written law. My only righteousness will be his based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ, the very righteousness that comes from God. And I continually long to know the wonders of Jesus and to experience the overflowing power of his resurrection working in me. As we learn from the context of Paul's life in the Bible, we can understand the tools to live in a life of contentment. Paul knew what it was like to be at the top of his society. He knew what it was like to live in a family of influence. He knew what it was like to have power, to have status, to have authority. However, rather than wanting all these things, he said that he would prefer to live a life in the wonder of Jesus and have his overflowing power working through him. To find contentment as part of your core is to seek after the wonder and the righteousness of Jesus. To find the wonder of Jesus is to know his promises and to keep them as part of those core truths. Let's stop taking the words and opinions that are coming from the world around us and start seeking the promises that come from God and his words for us. We were created with a purpose. We are deeply loved. We have been set apart. We have a future. These promises, let's meditate on them each day and the words that come from the Bible because they aren't empty words. These are stories that were scripted by men and women who have heard from God. These are experiences of people who had encounters with Jesus and people who were inspired by the Holy Spirit and whose words continue to transform millions of people today. 
when we live in who we have been created to be, we will find true contentment. We won't be changed by the world, but actually it will be impacted by us. Let me pray for you today. God, I thank you that you know each person listening and watching today. I thank you that you created them with a unique plan and a unique purpose. God, I pray today that your Holy Spirit will fill people fresh so that they will know that without a doubt that you love and you care for them. I pray that they will know that their strength comes from you. May you allow each person today to choose contentment and may it become a core strength for the week and the days ahead. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Please connect with us at adifferentlight.com.au.